Welcome to Process to Profitability, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe. Process to Profitability centers on strategic processes that reduce costs while increasing conversions, productivity, and efficiency for creative CEO women who are growing sustainable, successful service-based businesses. We'll discuss strategies that produce sustainable profits and how to apply these processes to your small business through solo episodes and some amazing guests this season. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Process to Profitability. We've been talking a lot about building a profitable business and why your website is so important in that process to being profitable in creating a funnel that works. But today I want to hone in on one of the hardest pages to design, one that many of my clients struggle with, and that is the sales page. So how do we design and create a high converting sales page that is going to help you bring in more clients without having to spend tons of time marketing online or making sales through sales calls. So the first thing when you think of your sales page that I want you to do is realize that this doesn't have to be as complicated or as scary or as long as what we see so many other people create. If you have gone to one of those big boss babe websites that sells lots of courses and has tons of affiliates, you will have seen a very long sales page. It's probably filled with videos and every bonus that's available and all kinds of information. The reason that people do that, the reason that they throw all of that information at you on a sales page is to kind of manipulate you into glossing over the smaller details and just saying, look at how much value this has because I'm giving you so much information. Look at how much value this has because you're getting all these bonuses. But that doesn't mean that it's actually going to help you in the stage that you're at, whether that's in business or in life. Just because the course throws everything out there and has a beautifully designed sales page, it doesn't mean that it is the right choice for you right now. And I think that's what so many of us miss. People are using sales tactics, even when you're not talking to them. And part of that is in the design of a sales page that is supposed to trick your brain into not asking critical questions as you go through that page. That is not how we market here. That is not what I want my clients to do. And that is not what I want you to do. The way we market here on process of profitability in this community is through genuine connection, through showing up and being authentic and helpful. And yes, we are going to have to do some convincing. Nobody is going to be ready to have a high ticket investment without some questions that need to be answered, but we never want to do this in a way that is making them shut off their brain and stop asking questions because they're so afraid they're going to miss out on something or because they don't know what is going to happen if they don't buy right now. So I want you to throw out all the ideas that you have about scarcity and 
conversion tactics, and really hone in first on who your offer is for. Who are you really trying to help and who can benefit from working with you? That's the first thing you need to keep in mind. And it's the first thing you need to communicate. So this is why the headline on your sales page is so important. It grabs attention. It instantly tells people whether they are in the right place or if they need to go somewhere else. And then it keeps those right fit people scrolling down your page because you not only have made a really intriguing claim or caught their attention or really used the right language, but because you have shown that you understand where they are at. Now, the next thing I want you to do is put a call to action right under that headline. It might seem like it's too soon, right? Nobody is ready to buy as soon as they read a headline. But a lot of people are not going to click the checkout button or click the application button the first time they land on your sales page. People take time to make a decision. They see you over and over again. Even for me, when I am buying something from somebody I already trust and I know I want to work with, I've probably looked at their sales page five plus times because I just want the reassurance that I understand everything that's going to happen. I know all the little details. So make sure you put that call to action right under your headline. The next point, design your website and your sales page, especially for skimmers. People don't read. They have very short attention spans and they are not going to read all of the text on your page. So we need to design our page so that somebody who just lands and skims through can get a really good idea of what you're offering, who it's for, and how to sign up when you are designing for a skimmer. You're going to look at things like your headline and your subheadlines. Those are going to be a larger text, so they are most likely going to catch the eye. People are going to read them. We want those to really highlight those big pieces of information. And it's not going to be something that just says, learn more about my process, and then you outline your process below. You want to, yes, show that you are highlighting your process in the next section, but tell them in that headline why that process is beneficial for them. So my five-step process to get you more leads in your business. That way they are going to see, okay, this is all about getting leads in your business. You've got a five-step process. You know what you're doing. And if I want to know more, then I would read the information underneath. The next thing you want to do is think about sections. So in addition to those headlines, you're going to have sections on your sales page. This is so helpful when you've got a long form sales page, but even if you've got a shorter page, you want to kind of chunk information out. And the best way to do that in pretty much every website builder is to create different sections with different backgrounds and kind of design elements. That is going to allow you to really have some fun with the design, to break things up, to make it interesting, 
but it also shows people where different parts of your process, different parts of your service belong so that as they're going down, they can see, okay, this section is all about the benefits. This section is about the process. This is the FAQs. I can clearly differentiate between those things as just as I'm scrolling down this page. And I know there are a lot of places where my questions are answered because I see that it's not just a long Google doc of information. And the third thing I want you to consider is how you can break up your actual text. You do this through bullet points. You do it through icons and graphics, make columns, anything you can do to avoid long paragraphs of text is going to keep people reading. It's going to keep them engaged. So when you get to the benefits of your service, when you get to what's included or the bonuses, break that out so that it is visual as well as in the copy. All right, that brings me to the next point. And I've talked about it in the design, right? We need to highlight the benefits. You've probably heard this before. People buy the benefits of your offer, not the features. So yes, they want to know how many modules are in your course and what it's going to cover or exactly what you're going to give them at the end of the day with your service. But what's more important in their decision-making is to talk about the transformation, the benefits that they're going to see. So here's what that looks like for me. We design your website in one day. Okay, well, I know that at the end of the day, I'm gonna have a website, but why does that actually matter? That's the question, why does that matter? It matters because you can launch your offer with confidence quickly and you know that at the end of the day, this is going to be taken care of off your plate. You don't have to worry about it anymore. So as you think about those, always ask yourself, why does it matter? And that's going to help you write the benefits that go along with the features. The next thing I want you to think about is you've got to have calls to action throughout. I have gone to many a sales page where they might have a call to action at the top, they got that part right, and they've got one at the bottom, but you've got to scroll a long way between the top and the bottom, and you need to make sure that you've got calls to action in places that make sense throughout that page. I like to tell people, if somebody has to scroll more than two or three screen lengths, they better see a call to action button. There are places where this makes more sense than others. It obviously makes sense right after you are talking about introducing your offer. So here's the name of the offer and kind of the overall premise. It might make sense after you go through the exact process or modules that are involved, but you can also include one after your FAQ section where you say, all right, I've got my questions answered. I'm ready to go. Something like that. So they should never have to scroll very far before they hit a call to action button that either takes them to the next step, the application, the checkout page, or you can scroll them down the page if that next step is embedded somewhere.
We just mentioned an FAQ section as a place that you could have a call to action. Make sure you have an FAQ section. So even if you don't think you have a lot of questions to answer, people always have questions. I like to start with some basics like what is your process? What happens if we don't complete this in the time frame expected? What does the support period look like? You can also answer questions like, why do you only use this platform? Who is this the right fit for? How do I know I'm in the right uh, phase of life or business? And then add to those questions as you notice things coming up on sales calls or on social media. What we want to do on our sales page is answer as many questions as we can so that if somebody needs more information like a sales call, it's just to assure them that you're the right fit personality-wise. It's not to have to go through a ton of questions. And that's why a high converting sales page is going to include FAQs. It's going to answer those questions before people even possibly think of asking them. When you can do that, when you show that you do really understand the concerns that they have, the questions that might come up, you're telling them, I have thought about this. I have got you. And that reassures them that when they're working with you, you have also got a process that you understand what you're doing, that they can trust you. Finally, the next thing I'm going to say is still a little bit controversial, even though we've been talking about it for years, and that is include your price. I'm just going to say that full stop. You need a price for your service or course on your sales page. I have talked to so many people who say, if there is not a price, I am not going to take action because I assume they're too expensive. I assume that they might be trying to like make something up as they go. I want to know what it is going to cost before I ever hit that checkout page, before I ever get onto that sales call. Because our goal on our sales page is to have them make the decision to buy. And then the next step is just kind of the formality of checking out how do they actually pay you. So those are the things you need to consider. Have a strong headline and call to action at the top of the page. Design your sales page for people who skim. Highlight the benefits over the features. Include FAQs have calls to action throughout, and then make sure you are including the price on your website so people know exactly what to expect. They don't just bounce off because things were confusing or they got lost or they thought that you were going to be too expensive. As you're going through your own sales page in your business, you can do this process to see more conversions without having to totally redesign the page. Start by making sure your calls to action exist multiple places throughout your site. Make sure you've got an FAQ section in there that's really addressing those questions people have. Make sure your price shows up somewhere. And then you can test that out as your business grows and as more people come to it so that you can get it to convert as highly as possible. And as a reminder, I just want you to know when I say as highly as possible, a sales page is never going to convert at 100%. High converting sales pages for something like a service convert at 5 to 10%. Usually it's less than that. 
it's one to 3%. So you are not looking to convert 75% of the people who come to your sales page. You are looking to convert as many people as possible so that when they get onto a sales call or when they get into the checkout, they are ready to make that decision. They know what to expect and they are already prepared to have a good outcome with you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Process to Profitability. I'd love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help others find the show and send me a message to let me know what is your process to profitability. You can connect with me on my website at lemonandthesea.com or on Instagram and TikTok at lemonandthesea.com.